Look up there in the sky. It's a bird, a plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One dead Batman. One dead Superman. One fortnightly discussion of comics and culture. I'm your host, Robbie Norman, literature geek and writer. And I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour, your home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. Episode 287. I nearly, I nearly uh, made myself laugh over the intro. Because I was making Ric Flair noises before we went on, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be funny for me to record me doing the Ric Flair KFC commercial, because I keep thinking about that, woo, crispy, woo, crunchy, and it just makes me laugh every time. I mean, it's worked then. It's working. Yeah, it's, it works real real well. I just, just thinking about it, just just makes me smile. Uh, you know what doesn't make me smile? Um, I mean, comic a lot. books. No, not even a little. Sometimes, sometimes. Okay, there we go. We'll crack that heart of yours. Mm-hmm. Get to the warm innards. Woo! Crispy, Woo! crispy. This week we are discussing Wonder Woman: Dead Earth and Nobody Book Club by Daniel Warren Johnson, our Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Gonna be talking about talking about some. Grim. Daniel Warren Johnson would 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 appreciate the Ric Flair oh, absolutely chicken commercial. I, I as many as many rainmakers are in his fucking comics. Mm-hmm. He would have, he probably he I I could probably he appreciate South Paul Regional Wrestling. <laughs> he does indeed. <laughs> uh, before we get there, we have the comic books that came out much more recently to discuss. It is time for for a second. It's time for Floppy's for Nightly. Bobby's for Nightly is the part of the show where Eric and I read a selection of this past couple of weeks' books to tell you buy or do not buy them. There's a mush meter goes from one to five if we're feeling mushy. This, let's see, this the, the first first book of this week is Way of X, number one, written by Cy Spurrier, art Bob Quinn, colors Java Tartaglia, letters Clayton Cowles. I'll tell you one thing about the Way of the X. It's a long way. It is. It's a long book. It's an oversized first oh, issue. Um, 40 pages? Yeah. How many? Yeah. So it's 41? 40. I mean, there's some... There's Actually, there's only one, so there's 40, it's 42 pages, technically. But um, I I really enjoy this. I liked it a lot. Um, yes, I think that it's good. It's There's some stuff that makes me uncomfortable. Like what? Like the the horrifying uh Oh the murders? It's actually a woman. Mm-hmm. The the Gets the terror then they murder her. Killed by so Magneto. She can be reborn. Yeah. Well, Eric then, Apocalypse then, isn't there anymore. I guess it's true. Magneto has then, he then, has then, inherited then the murder role. It's true. I mean he's you know, you He's he's has the most experience after Apocalypse. It's true. Who better? Who better than and then you have Mushroom Brain. I love Mushroom. Um, Doctor Nemesis Mushroom Brain. I'm a big fan. I like that a lot. 
it is it is something else let me tell you it's real dumb but i like it and he's got that he's got the that fucking hipster ass facial hair hipster hair and uh, hipster mustache and mushroom brain he does and then creepy noodle person gets murdered uh, she... and then they come back even scarier because <laughs> They can't. They control gravity. She controls gravity, and apparently she can't control it yet. So everyone's just suffering from uh, motion sickness. Yeah, and throwing up. Weird man. This... I, I mean, weirdness and X Men go together. It's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's delightful. Um, X Men should just be weird. There should be mushroom brain people and mm-hmm. terrifying n- noodle folk and. It, there's Which, a, well, what's her name that gets pixie pixie gets shot in the face she gets shotgunned right in the head it's, it's i mean I, I i like that motif and it does seem like that's how people would be you know and death has no consequences so obviously people become cavalier about it so interesting interesting new development for uh the x-men lore it's it's this book is i think the the thing i think i like about it most is that it does navigate those those tonal shifts really well like it because it is like you have night nightcrawler in this is relatively like i don't know i feel like he's our person he has a perspective character he is the he's the one we're mm-hmm. like looking through and he's appropriately horrified when his his charge gets shotgunned in the face while everyone else is like it's fine We'll put, she's come, she'll bring her back. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, when Magneto when Magneto it kills that poor uh that poor former mutant I guess um or at least depowered mutant and everyone else is like yeah. and Nicro is like this is really bad <laughs> this is not yeah. good at all and it's it, you know it his presence here I think balances out those terminal shifts. This book genuinely made me laugh. Also. With the unveiling of that Magneto statue and Magneto's reaction to it, <laughs> that made me laugh a lot. Um, I enjoyed that that deadpan I reaction. If I had any kind of uh, any kind of strong response to that part, I did. I did kind of find it funny, like his very like clownish villain, a testament to folly. You know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, that response is funny. Um, and the, uh, the reveal at the end. Nice. I like it. It's good. Yeah. I like it too. We're checking in on, you know, they're, they're pulling apart all the pulling back. Like it's only a matter of time before they get to Legion and here he is. And I think that's, it's a really good, um, I don't know, stepping stone. Cause I feel like this book is, is, do it does have those silly things with Doctor Nemesis and his hallucinogenic mushrooms growing out of his head, and Magneto chewing the scenery and slaughtering you know people in a in ritual combat. Then, what, is, what a ridiculous uh, chewing the scenery! It's such a such an odd phrase. Yeah. Well, there's that, and then there is kind of actual. I don't know. I I, I want to call it deep but interesting conversation mm. about yeah religion and faith and where nightcrawler would be when oh they are reviving bringing people back from the dead on a daily basis multiple 
people back from the dead on a daily basis? And how does a genuinely religious person who believes in the afterlife, who's actually been dead and gone to heaven, uh, if I'm pretty sure that's still canonical, I think. I think it's still canon that they they brought Nightcrawler out of heaven back to Earth. Not sure after Secret Wars if that got reset or not. But either way, that being challenged and, you know, how does Nightcrawler react to all this? I think those are interesting questions. And this is a, another one of the, uh, you know, Dawn of X books where I am interested not just in the overarching narrative of Krakoa and the mutants, which I am still, but I am interested in the story this book is telling. I am interested in Nightcrawler. I'm interested to see his journey. So, buy. I think it's a buy. I think it's a a good solid buy. X-Men comics are are good. Yeah. It's It's my favorite, like a cheese toasty. (laughs) No, I think you mean sushi? I did have, I did just eat sushi. Sushi's really good. I had it a couple nights ago. Um, That's wonderful. Double byway of X number one. Uh, Next up, Alien. One and two. We're doing a double pack here. Uh, Written by Philip Kennedy Johnson, Art Salvador LaRocca, Colors Guru FX, Letters Clayton Cowles. Again, we had missed issue one, Eric, and I were like, oh no, it already was one of those books where I'm like, oh yeah, I know. I knew Marvel had the rights to Alien again. And then I was like, oh, that first issue already came out. I'm like, well, we're not, we can't just read two. So here's one and two, which gives us at least a better sampling of what this book is going to be, I guess. Yeah, I would have been extremely confused uh, leaping into two, I think. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> what do you think? Two issues of Alien. Um. I enjoy this. I, I think it impacts my enjoyment of this, that it's trying to do like the Brian Hitch version of an Alien comic. I don't like looking at this. Um, I mean, it's not disgustingly ugly, but it is really distracting to see this person draw these faces in this incredibly weird way because it doesn't quite get pulled off and everything feels really rigid Very and un- uncanny valley-esque, I guess. Um, I mean, it's not it's not wretched, but it is super distracting. Um, I don't want to say it takes me out of the story, but it it's something it makes it feel less immersive i was which i think about it, it wants to do the opposite thing yeah i i i, I don't know i i am mad. i don't know why they put uh salvador the rock on this book i don't know if it's a combination of you know he hits his deadlines or because it is that oh it's based on alien we wanted to look cinematic you know we wanted to look have that you know realistic quote-unquote look um it's really distracting to me because our 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 the retired dude looks exactly like a hockey player that I'm familiar with, and it's really weird. Um, not exactly like, but very similar. Um, what do you think about the politics in this? I mean, the alien universe is uh, anti-corporate, right? Kind of by definition. I um I I I my I, I not necessarily the inclusion of politics in general, but the execution do you have anything specifically that you would want me to comment well because my my impression was yeah it's it's pretty stock standard like 
evil corporation, bioweapon, same stuff that's part of every alien story. Uh, yes, it's more of the fact that this, I it, the, uh, yeah, making uh, Wayland Yutani a giant evil, terrible corporation is perfectly on track. You know, it is that is it is textual in all of the mm -hmm. alien movies. It is Correct. more the uh this terror this this revolution whatever you want to call them terrorist group yeah anti corporate group uh they are especially that girlfriend character it feels so I, I and I it's probably I don't know she might be dead already it might not matter after these two issues like it, who it, knows? it probably is the case because that's that that's that is what the aliens comics are is whoops everybody's dead yeah it's oops it's, all murders oh, oops acid blood it's yeah it 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 she just feels so kind of boring and bog standard and like who yeah. cares we kill well, we I kill mean, a bad anytime, guy anytime there is that like the faction of the fucking freedom fighter whatever's I mean, isn't it exactly always that? That's true. You know, like we're gonna break in and we're gonna rescue monkeys and we'll kill forty like, humans are, what are on they the even way. There to do? Are they in there to steal like like corporate well, secrets and shit? I think like, so. Yeah, they're, they're trying. I to think they're stealing. They, the I think they. Free? Yeah, I think they think corporate secrets are there. They do not know that there are xenomorphs there. Um, I I believe I'm pretty sure that they don't know that there are the most deadliest alien in the world. Um, I don't know. I don't know how how long is this going to be. It, it's not like sold as a miniseries or a, like or anything. Or a, it, it, is this is this an ongoing? Like how long is the story going to go? You already killed everybody. All the aliens are already loose. Do you know you talked about the hockey player? Do you know who he makes me think of? Is uh the fucking guy from Ramstein. No, I mean, yeah, that's that's there too. I can see that. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of the whole time. Is he he looks kind of like mushmouth Ramstein guy. Do do, do us. us. Um do us, Mesh. Yes. Uh have him have him <laughs> and and I would also say that like the the writing in this flashback where this dude's like he's the dude from clerks where he's like i'm not even supposed to be here oh god that irked me too like it's like that's uh, uh i can't not think of anything like it's just one of those things that like yeah, maybe someone would say that but like don't use it don't use it anymore write something different i i think I, and i'm I, I don't know this is entirely disconnected from this comic book i really did have the thought this week i'm like i'm getting old enough for i'm like realizing like well old people don't like things it's because they've seen everything already and they realize people mm -hmm. are just stealing it's whole cloth yeah, they just that's true you know. um new content is for the young uh um, less jaded assholes yeah i i don't think i want this i don't think this is this is not the alien comic i want you know i don't hate it I don't hate it. It's not bad, but I do think that it is kind of forgettable. Like I could shrug at this and walk away. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I'm disagree with you. It's just I feel like that's a do not buy for me. So, and I think that's fair. I think that's a fair take. Um I can also say do not buy, which is I fucking really love the alien universe. 
I I really love it. Um, it's just I don't know. Every time I think about the Alien universe, I think about how disappointed I was when Prometheus came out. Have you seen a? Did you ever see Covenant? No. Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> That's what everyone says. I thought you were. I thought you were going to pull a fast one on me. No. 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 Uh, my, I was, I'm a do not buy for this. I would go, I would, my recommendation would go read Aliens Dead Orbit by James Stokoe. That's, that's. I would also prefer this to have been drawn by James Stokoe. So that's my suggestion. I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't have high expectations for this, but I don't, this is, we write two issues and I don't, this is not what I want. Um, double do not buy, uh, Alien one or two. Next up, The Mighty Valkyries, uh, written by Jason Aaron and Torun Grunbeck? I don't know. That is, a, that is indeed a name. I do not know how that's pronounced. I, d- I don't either. With art by Mattia de Ulis <laughs> and Erica Durso with colors on the latter story by Marcio Menes. Letters by Joseph There's There are two stories in this. There is the primary Jane story and a backup Valkyrie story. The new Valkyrie. Is that, is that what you say instead of plain Jane? You say primary Jane? I like this comic book. I think you got nothing for me, huh? No, I'm, I was I I didn't I don't want to give you the satisfaction. That's really what I want to do. So that wasn't even a joke. <laughs> That's just a general genuine question. <laughs> oh, I can't tell sometimes, Eric. Uh, oh, this is I I I I I like this. I this is I remember that last Jane Foster book we read, the one where she was just becoming Valkyrie. A Valkyrie, mm. I guess now where there are now there are, now there's multiple Valkyries again, um, and I thought it was fine. I remember it feeling really clunky to me. Um, I don't know why, just like heavy-handed. It was in a the way bit. that some of the other, some of the worst of the Mighty Thor run, um, which was by and large excellent, but when it was too heavy-handed, it was just a little cringy. Uh, I don't really cringe too much at this. No. Um, I like I like how uh, I like how Loki's character that he invents is like, what if Thor was a out of work bass player? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's I'm like literally. I'm like the entire time. I'm like, there's only two. Th- like even before they, t- it was revealed to be Loki. I'm like, there's only two things this could possibly be. Is either <laughs> this is a, this is either a joke. Because this is Jane Foster's type, mm. or it's it's you know it's Loki, <laughs> and that's what I mean. Effectively, it was both. Honestly, that's the kind of what it yeah. was. It was Loki. Yeah. Just like she likes. Come on, mm-hmm. come on. Um, but I I like this. It's it's it it is it somehow managed. Like I like the the fact that she has been demoted to be a morgue assistant. Uh. We I don't know. There's she can't be and she can't talk to to Doctor Strange in the halls. No, not without everyone. So why aren't you at your post? How dare you talk to Doctor Strange? <laughs> what the fuck? Keeping your eyes on you. Um, this is I don't know. I this is that uh, very realistic painting kind of art for mm-hmm. this. This feels this feels like what the Alien book wanted to be, sort of. I like this way more. Yes, it's much more appealing. I still like regular ass comic book art. Yes. Um, but this is still good. I I think that this does a lot of things right. Like things 
pop in the right way and feel superhero-y uh, in the right way and are clean and easy to read and tell pretty decent stories mm-hmm. um, with the with the artwork. My only my only criticism is that Jane Foster is just Audrey Hepburn. And I was just like, okay. Makes me wish I had an Audrey Hepburn impression. Um, but I, I like the idea of her being a little bit more closer to the ground, you know, mm-hmm. in solving, you know, mythic, mystical, mythic Thor, you know, adjacent stuff, but also, but in New York City. I think that's, I don't know. I, I think this is closer in tone to what I want. And you have Doctor Strange here, you have Loki here, and looks like issue two, we're getting some Craven. I love me some Craven. Um, so are you, would you say that you're, you've been craving it? Always craving, craving, mm-hmm. and uh, I like I I even like I like the backup story too. I like this this new Valkyrie and yeah the 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 I think you mean the one from the movie. Yes, obviously, it's very clearly like oh we have yes let's make her look like Tessa Thompson, uh, and then she rescues a guy from a tool video. <laughs> I was yep. I was gonna yeah. I was gonna, I'm like I'm trying to think of anything. Uh, it it reminds me of a. The movie is that Cell? Yeah, the Cell. It reminds me of the, the Cell. Cell. Yeah. Well, the Cell is like a two-hour tool video. <laughs> it really, it really is. Yeah. I mean, there's not. I, I honestly like. I kind of want to rewatch it because um, it's one of those things that people have kind of come back to it and are like, yeah, it's kind of better than you remember, but you just gotta not think about it too. Much. No, don't. It's not. It works. I mean, it's got like it... a fucking like they 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 turn a, a horse into glass pane slides in front of you yeah it's it just it, like fucking awesome crazy shit from the the what early aughts mm-hmm. yeah yeah crazy as a as that's i like this a lot uh i also like this comic book i think it's worth your time uh and money i'm a buy for sure i uh i see eye to eye with that i want to know who tool video guy is yeah it's, we'll see we'll meet we'll we'll, 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 we'll over time we'll get to know tool video guy maybe he'll, we'll know his name yeah. <laughs> Even i mean we'll... he'll always be tool video guy in, in our hearts tvg four evs uh that's a double buy <laughs> on life. the mighty valkyries number one next up everyone's favorite crossover batman Fortnite zero point number one what are you doing this to me for concept story consultant donald mustard Written writer Christos Gage pencils Riley Brown inks Nelson Fard. I can't, oh my, why is this so small? Why could do use I the, use use the zoom function? I I know Nelson Faro De Castro colors John Calise letters and world design. Uh, Donald is not cutting the mustard. Donald mustard. I've said it. I was going to say Donald mustard. It's quite a name. Um. So this book is uh apparently going for m- many dollars on the second hand market because it was uh given to comic book stores uh apparently you they didn't have time to pre-order it they had, they basically only had the final cutoff date to pre-order so there's low supply and every single physical issue has a digital code that you can redeem for skins in Fortnite and if you get all the codes you get a super special Batman skin at the end. I hate two things about that. Okay. One, that 
that you said all of it, mm-hmm. and that two that I know what that means. <laughs> I hate, I hate it so much. Okay, so this is a really nice looking book, but I want to throw it into space. Yeah, it's it. I mean, it looks great. I the 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 art is really good. Uh, it's it and and it, it's not necessarily like an idea. I don't like. It's Batman gets put into a video game. You know, mm-hmm. and he fights people in a battle royale. And in the next issue, he's going to fight Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Because Snake Eyes is also in Fortnite. And, like, that's stupid. But whatever, it's a comic book. It's a superhero crossover comic book. It could be as stupid as it wants. It's fine. Like, most of these, at least this book is not, like, pretending to be something else, really. It's, like, very, very quickly, like, Batman's in Fortnite, and he's fighting people. Catwoman's there. So is Harley Quinn, somewhere. Like, it doesn't need to be. They don't try and make, Batman literally can't talk when he's in the Fortnite world. So there's not, like, it's extraneous dialogue or anything. But like everything you just said, everything you said applies, Eric. I like I, the fact that this exists. The fact that mm-hmm. there's copies on eBay that are selling for three hundred dollars, just so people can get a code and get their exclusive skins on Fortnite. And you're like, ugh, it makes me like it's very. It is very clearly all of the gimmick, you know, crap right in front of your face. Like here, buy our comic book so you can get a Fortnite skin, and like. I just want a good story, can I? And I've and good art, and it has great art, and the story is like it is literally what I just described: Batman and Fortnite. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else. It's not a good story. No, it is not a good story. It's novelty. Um, yeah, I mean, it's no, it's no Batman meets Spawn. Punisher versus Archie. I'd say it's also inferior to that. Yeah, Marvel versus DC. Um, I would say that it is. Um, Oh shit! What was what was his name? The the Wolverine, uh, Batman guy. Dark from Claw. Comics. Dark Claw. I I couldn't think of what to call him. My brain went to Rust Bucket, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that's it. Rust <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm fucking. I'm I'm ex- I'm exhausted. I've had Rust- a, Rust I've had a couple of days here. Rust Bucket. That's a good name. Who's who uh, is okay, Eric? Okay, here. Rust Bucket is not his true name, but if you take a Marvel character and a DC character and put them together, who is Rust Bucket? We, who are the two characters you put together to get Rust Bucket? Hmm. Isn't uh, there a isn't there a superhero character just called Rust? Yes, there is, but that's no fun. Um, I can't think of that. It's no fun. <laughs> I would say uh you take Cyborg and uh and um Namor and you put them together. So you literal. Rust, you get rust bucket. So you just have a robot with wings on its ankles. <laughs> yeah. And it hates humans. Um I'm a dude up by him, but I don't I don't want I don't I don't like this. I don't I don't like the idea of this. If you if you if you like it, you're wrong. I mean you might be fourteen. If you're 14, get $5 from your mom and buy this comic book. And then sell it for 400 on eBay. Oh, I mean, if God bless, kid. That's that is the, that's the, just stonks. Say stonks. Say stonks a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a double, double do not buy on Batman Fortnite. Zero point number one. Last book of the week is The Many Deaths of Layla Star. Number one. 
written by Ram V, illustrated by Philippe Andrade, with color assist by Inez Amaro, lettered by and world design. This is a pile of weird shit. It is really, it is a lot of stuff. It is strange, yes. A lot of stuff happens in this. And I don't mean that it is shitty. No, it's not. I think it is pretty okay. It's not bad, but it has a lot of stuff happening. Mm -hmm. Too much, I'd say. I I think I'm interested in this. I think it looks great. I think the art is beautiful. It does look super neat. The the colors are, are, are again, I'm not tired of pink. And, and purple and the, those in turquoise. I am not tired of those colors yet. Uh, they've been hitting yeah. it hard on comic books for probably Painting near all the sunsets. I will like them near a decade. And I'm still like, no, I'm still good with these colors. Um, mm-hmm. The story is a lot going on um, where it has. It's a little bit of the I was I when I came into this, I was I, you know, I didn't. I just looked at this and looked at the look at who was making it and looked at some of the art and I'm like this, this looks neat. Let's read this. But and the I saw the title. I'm like, is this a Groundhog Day kind of book? Is this a time loop book? No, it's a resurrection book. And I guess a like and like it it's like in, it involving like 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 gods working in an office building in I guess mm-hmm. yeah in 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 I don't know a different dimension or something disconnected from our reality. And then there's this poor woman I who think commit- the, the bobblehead, uh, Brahma is pretty amazing. Yes. I mean, the character designs in this are great. Uh, everything looks great. Yeah. It, it's just, you're just like, okay. It, it just feels like so dense and you're like trying to catch mm-hmm. your breath the entire time. And like, as soon as you get your grasp yeah. on something, it's another new thing presented to your face. I'm like, okay. It, it does. It, it makes it feel, I mean, beyond just hectic, it just feels like the high points that you take away from this could have been told in so much a simpler way. And I think it would have been more effective. Um, I don't know. There's just like a lot of content signifying nothing. I want, I, w- I, I think I I I think I like this. I think I want to mm-hmm. read more of it. I do not want to read this issue to issue. I want to read a trade of this so I can make sense of it. I would definitely not buy number two. No, I would. Um, wait and for... I think I agree with you pretty well wholeheartedly. Where this will probably, if I read a trade, it'll probably even out. You know, over mm. those pages, I, I do not need to read. I I don't even know what this is, honestly. Like, I don't know what this story is going to be at all. Like, and I feel like it's more suited to just a graphic novel, like a full collection. But I we don't that comic books don't work like that, unfortunately. Yet, um, at least not mostly. Not unless you're, you know, hoity-toity and smart, right? Literary graphic novels, like they have at Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Nobles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a double buy for on trade. Buy and buy it. Wait for trade. Buy it on when it's released in trade. Check it out. We probably read it at some point. Maybe. So maybe. Maybe if you're good. If you're good, Layla. I don't know. Ram V is just suddenly everywhere. Like I don't know what happened. Like suddenly, like he's drawing books. He's writing books. Multiple yeah, books all really, over the he's place. Really ramming it down our throats. All right. Um. <laughs> 
we can try and move on to our next segment. It is time for checking in. Checking in is the part of the show where Eric and I talk about what we've been up to for the past couple weeks. About nerdy stuff, uh, video games or books or music, whatever we want. Eric, what you doing? What's what? What have you done? I I I I I need to, I need a nap. I'm tired. I'm a tired boy. I spent a whole weekend uh, making a painting for a show that I wish had been the painting had been done a long time ago. <sighs> but alas and alack, things have been too busy. But this is the uh, what is it called? It's it's like a it's like another Florida themed show um, at the Mize Gallery in St. Petersburg. So my studio is covered in watercolor and spray adhesive and uh and i i need to rest i'm I'm tired i i I don't know that i have anything um really all that new i think um i don't know just watch randomizer videos or like speed runners on youtube nowadays or becoming a weird old man aew dynamite I mean, I'm going to check in with the thing that I watch every week. <laughs> I mean, you can no. say you like wrestling. Hey, I like wrestling. And, uh, I mean, I, everyone knows mm-hmm. that I, when I I wear my Bullet Club shirt and my my um, fucking uh, uh, L.I.J. hat together and people are like, hey, man, that is inconsistent. Fucking take a side. And I'm like. Fuck you, man. You're I'll the, do what I want. They're going to call you the negotiator if you join it's true. New Japan. And you're like, hey, Bullet Club. Hey, LIJ. Why can't you guys just get mm-hmm. along? Let's let's have an alliance. Let's have an alliance. With just all imagine the... the merch sales. It'll be incredible. Um, I have a couple video games. I got nothing games. interesting to say. I have a couple video games to talk about. One that is new. Right. One is years old. Uh, the new game is called Dwarf Romantic. Or Dwarf Romantic. It's a it's a it's a tile laying game. Uh, that is quite a name, by the way. I know. I when I first Steven read it, and I'm Dorf like romantic dwarf romantic. I'm like, okay. Um, but it is it is it is a very peaceful little puzzle, very light puzzle game. It, it is, looks the uh, the cover looks like Evan Dorkin designed the logo. It's very kind of idyllic. You are, you have, uh, your, it's, it reminds me very much of Carcassonne, the board game, because you have tiles that are, you know, you have, uh, I think it's hexagonal tiles, I think, where you are, you place them. Hexagonal. Hexagonal. That's how to say that. Oh, okay. No, that's not how to say that. That is is not how to say that. You, you place them down and you try and build out a little landscape, um, where you have forests and plains and fields and towns and rivers and trains. And you, as you play more, you unlock more and more tiles and you get more extra more points for placing them in, in groups and grouping them correctly. And they all interact in interesting ways. It is a very light puzzle game. There's not much like game to it. It is more of an activity than it is a game. It is it is relaxing and it's and it's peaceful and you're just like building little forests and little you know you're building little towns and it's an I think it's still in early access so there's gonna they're still adding stuff to it 
Um, there'll be more. I think they're adding the game part to it primarily, but it's at this point, it's just kind of a fun diversion of like, oh, I'm gonna play a little bit and have a little, make a little town over here and a little forest over here. And like you can't, you get points for doing well, and you know, you get more tiles so you can make a bigger, bigger area. The better you do, but it, if you, you know, if you run out of tiles, you just start over <laughs> and you make a new one. It's not like there's no punishment. Uh, the other game I replayed is Prey. That's P-R-E-Y, Prey, uh, from 2016, 2017? I think uh, it's older than that. It might, 2015, maybe. Um, it's... I, 17, it says. 2017, okay. Um, it's... Yeah, I replayed it. Uh, I think it's still the best immersive sim that's ever been made. Uh, it's really good. Um, hmm. I I don't know why, like that's all I have to say like if you you should if you like BioShock or Dishonored or you know those types of games and you haven't played Prey you should go play Prey cuz it's the best one of those. Um, I've not played Prey. You should play Prey. It's really good. Um you know what though? It's not Super Mario. I mean it's not and therefore I can't waste oh, any time with okay. it. There is I platforming. Was say, I I did I, I what's that? There is platforming in it. Okay, nice. Then yeah. I can then maybe I can I can deign to look waste at it. some of my time on it. No, I remember one of the reasons that I'm so fucking tired. Oh, what is that? That I should have talked about. Mm. I did Ludum Dare 48. Yeah, I was going to say, you need a video game. I did. I made a fucking whole ass little video game. Uh, I did it with my friends, uh, Will Jardine and uh, Yusuf Danik. It was very tiring. Uh, I get I, this, this past weekend and the weekend before I have worked some of the longest hours uh, that I've worked in a lot in a while. Um, and I am really I'm, I'm beat. Um, the game we came up with is called Just Call Your Mom. And we could not implement all the things we wanted to like uh, gameplay loops and stuff like that. Um but we did get a minimally viable game done. And I got to tell you, it's remarkable the stuff that people can do in the fucking short amount of time that we were given. There's uh, the thing that I did, I did two streams of is I did two streams of playing Ludum Dare games and interacting with folks about it. And it was really quite fun. They were both really great streams. Ludum, for um, those who don't know, Ludum Dare is a 48-hour game jam. I guess that's fair. Um, but it was, for me, what it was is a couple of days with not a lot of sleep and then a long-ass work week followed by another weekend <laughs> of working extremely long days. And now it is Monday night. So I'm fucking raggedy right now. Raggedy is. Raggedy is a roach. Uh, I also still have a dog. Uh, I still have a dog. Still have a dog. Name is dog. Her name is Izzy. But I am a I am a fan of my dog. I like my dog a lot. She's a great dog. I would suggest if you're feeling like it, you should get yourself a dog. Go adopt yourself a dog. It's pretty good. Dogs are good. Be dogging it. Dogs are pretty cool. I like dogs. Like my dog. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you ready to talk about Wonder Woman, Eric? I believe so. You believe so? Me too. I'm ready. I'm excited to talk about Wonder Woman, honestly. Uh, it is time for our final segment. It's time for Nerdbo Book Club. 
Nerdboy Book Club is the part of the show where Eric and I assign a longer collective work and discuss it in depth like you would a book in a book club, except it is a comic book. This week, we are discussing Wonder Woman Dead Earth by Daniel Warren Johnson with uh, colors by Mike Spicer. We read the first two issues way back when, when it came out. We never read the rest, at least not on the podcast. And here we are. I am... Here we be. Here we be. Daniel Warren Johnson is my absolutely my favorite current comic book creator and maybe my favorite of all time. He's tough to beat. And while I don't think this is my favorite thing he's ever done, I do find it really fascinating. Mm. It's a very strong and very compelling story. I think just sort of necessarily, you know, he's writing about... He's doing a someone else's IP. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that it's as good as this because I do think this is very good, and I think that you know, with his thinking of like how do I tell an essential the like an essential or the essential like how do I boil Wonder Woman down to her essentials and tell that story? Um, and I like that approach. Like I've always kind of looked at her as a character that like I don't I kind of don't know who she is and this I think does a good job of telling the story of who she is yeah and I think I would I don't know I I think this is this is essential to me it feels this feels essential like hey from now on if you mm-hmm. want to get it I don't know this feels like I would love this Wonder Woman in mainline continuity that this i don't know this this i i think i, I the thing i was re- as i as i was reading it, i think i remember you saying specifically when we were reading the first couple issues uh as they came out and it was something you said about how this she's not drawn like a supermodel mm-hmm. and it this book is hard scrabble and every fight yeah every fight every moment is hard it's a struggle and her even her fighting isn't it's not clean her 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 fighting is is dirty and she's sort of depowered a little bit and she's scarred up she's a warrior mm-hmm. she's not this pristine she's not gal gadot yeah which it seems like everything, every like almost all the Wonder Woman I've ever read is always pushing like she's this perfect woman who yeah the big three she's the perf like this perfect glorious woman and you know her her fighting is always I don't know I I cannot recall any other Wonder Woman story where her fighting style her com the combat is it always feels effortless it mm-hmm. always feels very clean and uh very easy she's always poised and elegant yes you know she's a fucking she's a ballet dancer in most things but she's a fucking dirty mma fighter in this yeah it's and that's like a really good i think comparison point because that is it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of time she's in like fighting these giant mutated what we learn our amazonians been mutated uh and she just like Literally, she's just, she's not like punching them and they fly off into the distance and then, oh, the fight's over. <laughs> she is grabbing them like with her 
Her hands are curled in their flesh being pulled into her hands. And then she's ripping holes in them. We're pulling, twisting their heads off, ripping off limbs. It's disgusting. It's ugly. I mean, a part she of makes that... a mace out of Superman's spine. Really good. Real good. We take him I mean, to... admittedly, admittedly, you're looking for a weapon that's not going to break. A mace made out of Superman's spine and skull wound together with her magic lasso. There ain't nothing breaking that. Nope, that's real good. And that's... Whew. Uh, and like that's... And, and like a part of it is, well, certainly this is a book. This is a, you know, the end of the... A, an end of the world book. You know, this is post-apocalyptic where... Mm-hmm. You know, everything is ugly and grim. Um, and a lot of the time, those books don't interest me. I do not care about, you know, Old Man Logan. It's that where it's like, after a while, you're just like, oh, it's they like at a certain point, you notice that they just keep telling these stories because people love them and just they'll keep buying them. So you you get Hawkeye, you get Old Man Hawkeye, you get old, you know, like just these the end Spider Man the end or, or Spider Man Rain is it, that's what it the, which is basically just Dark Knight Returns but Spider Man and a lot of these books are just like it's Dark Knight Returns but another character, um, or it's Old Man Logan but another character, and a lot of the time those stories just don't interest me anymore. Like I I don't care, you know, like what's oh it's just it's just empty grim. It's empty post-apocalyptic scenery, and there's nothing special about it. Um, the fact that this manages to, I don't know, make it, I don't know, it says something about Wonder Woman and about her perspective and about the perspective of the character and how and why and what it, what she is at a kind of fundamental level, which is the thing I've always struggled with 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 Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I just like I never know what's special about this. Like, why is this special? Why is so special about her? Other than oh, she's beautiful and she can fight, like, and she's elegant and you know she's regal. Like, what 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 about it? Like, what's her perspective? What's the like, you know, it like it 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 feels like even almost a like a counterpoint to Superman almost in this. Mm. And I think it's appropriate that they end up, you know, she ends up, she fights Superman at this, uh, in a flashback. I think that's very appropriate because it feels like it is like, that is what this book is saying. Like her viewpoint is kind of a, 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 I don't know, a mirror of, of Superman. And I think that made it a little bit more clear to me. It made me kind of click finally. Like, oh, that's, this is what, I get it. I get it. Mm. Where before it's like, what is Wonder Woman? What does she stand for? What's like? What does she want? Um, and it certainly feels essential. And it does. And it doesn't. I don't care that it's an end of the world story. I think it, it uses that really well to tell the story and, te- and kind of communicate that theme and communicate that character, which I don't think much. Uh, I don't know. It feels. It feels like it's saying something, which so much. I don't know. Even any the recent Superman, Batman books either. None of them are saying anything about these characters. They're just adventures. You know, make me feel stuff okay there yeah kind of not but no i'm sorry i'm very sorry i would also add that i got the uh, i have the hardcover and it's pretty nice pretty nice hardcover i'll probably buy it again whenever they release the super special edition in three years or whatever but um it reminds me a lot of extremity which is probably why i like it a lot um yeah we'll probably say that about a lot of things that uh 
Daniel Warren Johnson writes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is the, a big, a big theme of extremity is getting like, like going and getting vengeance Mm -hmm. is an easy decision to make. And it's, and it's, and it, and it, and it's easy and it's the wrong thing to do in the, in the long run most of the time the right thing to do is to get a big set of fuck off armor and lariat uh leopard women <laughs> cheetah yeah. she's cheetah i mean uh, i i i you know i i you can't you didn't catch me doing it so you can't tell me i'm a cheetah i'm a Little tiny a childhood Robbie Dorman knows all his big cats. There's no, there's no fool in me. Uh, she also, has a, she true. also has a cheetah arm. That's not good at all. It, it it looks like a, I mean, it looks amazing. It looks, it. I mean, it's. But you gotta admit, like if you have like another head at the end of your arm and you punch someone, that shit sucks. I don't want to punch someone with my face. Headbutts are bad. I mean, I, I I feel like it's an entirely different motion with a headbutt, you know? That's true. Probably is. It's, 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 it's a short wind-up, you know? You're aiming for a soft place. I mean, you should aim for a soft place with a punch, too. But, like, you know, you don't want to, like... I just think about at the end of an arm like that and, like, your head compressing as it hits something. That's no good, man. I mean, that's she, not good. She did not Don't like it. She did not ask for it. You know, she they no. they uh, they did that to her, which is really bad. Um, they make humanity real bad in this. Uh, but I don't even want a consensual uh, cheetah arm. <laughs> Fair enough. It's but it's also repeatedly this book like hammers home like Diana forgiving that over and over and over again forgiving and the thing that she's so ashamed of she's so bought like the thing that like she's ashamed that she couldn't forgive uh you know because she's partly responsible for what has happened to this earth and you know she is a god so to speak and the the best the biggest the thing that uh, that they can do is forgive they can see the best in people and they can forgive humanity for how bad they are and when she can't and when she dooms the planet to a catastrophe because her and superman fight so hard and so long it destroys sparse most of the earth along with a bunch of nukes i guess um i don't know it just repeatedly over and over again she's like i love you and you know, I have to, I have to see the best in you. And even after you hurt me, hurt or hurt the earth, you know, I have to forgive you again and again and again. And that's real powerful. And he somehow makes it work. That's the thing that I am kind of struck by is that a lot of the time, so many superhero comics just devolve into, hey, it's, you have to make dumb punching work at some point in your story. And if you can't solve your problem with dumb punching, then you can't make a superhero comic. Mm-hmm. This manages to do both. There certainly is some dumb punching in here. I would say that it is above average intelligence punching. Okay, fair enough. Above average intelligence. Most 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 dumb punching comics don't have action scenes like this. 
Um, well, no, I mean, Daniel Warren Johnson's art, his art in this is like it, I, it, unparalleled. His, his, I mean, his action scenes are right up there with Otomo or my my personal favorite, uh, Yukito Kishiro. And beyond that, they're extremely uh, manga-inspired, uh, which I also love. Um, I, uh, blah, blah. I mean, it's it's. I could probably spend half an hour just describing how incredible his his range is. Mm-hmm. How he can't. His action scenes are big, dynamic, expressive. Uh, I don't know. You can feel velocity. You can feel speed. You can feel. This is, this is much better than saying I like the details. You can feel the force of of these massive mm-hmm. creatures fighting uh wonder woman and wonder woman struggling to find ways to kill them you can f- even and even in like the firefight scenes in the end when you have this this row of men with these machine guns blasting away at these mutated amazons you feel the the percussion of the gunfire even i i, I don't know how he does it sometimes it, it feels like it's almost like magic and then there's these super quiet scenes of 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 thoughtful scenes uh, peaceful innocence of of diana having quiet conversations with her mother in flashbacks or sharing a jail cell with a human when she first gets captured and that same in the same degree of velocity and speed and force you can feel the quiet you can feel the, the 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 thoughtfulness. You can feel that peace, and 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 when there's the scene where uh, Diana goes back to Themyscira and finds her mother, you can feel the horror. You can feel the tension, the haunting, the the reveal that her mother is the is the mother, the mother of all these terrible monsters. <laughs> God, these look those things are so gross. They're real gross. The Hydra. The yeah, the Hydra. Uh just really disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's in the best way possible. I I love them. They're great. They're terrific monsters to fight. You know, that's what you want. You have you have this this terrible fight with uh with Diana and Superman's spine and she's destroying all these big things these terrible hedra and then you have these the scene where they're burying they're burying both people and they're burying the amazons the the new the monsters right next to each other and he handles both perfectly and i i don't there is not an artist in my book that does them both as well i i i am affected by both i am struck by both I am. I, I go. Wow! This this action is incredible. There is not a movie on earth that captures the dynamicism, the 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 force required. Not one superhero movie that has been filmed makes you like. Zack Snyder has scenes where Batman and Zod are flying through the air and crashing into each other. Nothing. None of those scenes do make you feel the force of one of these superheroes as much as Daniel Warren Johnson drawing this 
as as Diana fighting these terrible monsters and swinging uh, the the skull Superman's spine and skull into them. It's just so beautiful and so striking. Mike Spicer's colors should also be applauded because he does color all of this and does a very good job. Daniel Warren Johnson is constantly, you know, giving him credit on his Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that. And I feel like he probably doesn't get as much credit because he's coloring Daniel Warren Johnson. Mm -hmm. Because, but he does a really great job, especially with the muted kind, kind of the the muted colors of the, the, of this post-apocalypse still makes it manage. He worked on, on all the other Daniel Warren Johnson projects because they do all feel. Yeah very similar i think i think he i think for i think since i'm like he's always worked on but i think for most of the more recent like the past probably 10 years i think it's been mike spicer i don't know if all of stuff that dana warren johnson's ever done is mike spicer but most of it is i really love uh robot superman being around i really like that mm-hmm. i don't know there's all these little tiny touches here nods to dc continuity really like those two Daniel Warren Johnson draws the alien style technology better than anything in that alien comic we just read too. I would add, like the 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 this chamber that Diane is in at the beginning of the book, it looks like it belongs to an alien to me. You there, Eric? Uh, I don't know that I am. Okay. My 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 brains are rotten. Oh no! You got that mushroom brain like Doctor Nemesis? It's true. I'm growing mushrooms in my cerebellum. I still I I do like that Doctor Nemesis. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Batman I, trapping her power in a little MacGuffin box. I want I was gonna ask you if you. I thought I like. I feel like that is a thing that I should know what it is. Like it feels like that's a. Is that a reference? Is that like I was like? Is that a green? Is it a yeah, that's lantern a, ring? That's a that's a that's a ghost trap from Ghostbusters. Batman has that technology. One of the Fortnite guys get lent it to him. Why do you got to be? Why do you got to do things? Like, why do you got to do that? Fortnite I'm guys. very, I'm very antagonistic this episode. I'm just punning the shit out of you. I was wondering. I was wondering if that the proud w- tradition of of lightly antagonistic banter. Up. I guess that's fair. I was wondering what that injection is if it's something specific or if it is literally just the MacGuffin box. I'm fine with the yeah. MacGuffin box. Like that's to- I'm totally cool with the MacGuffin box to be fair. It does look like it would be like some kind of new gods fucking tech, doesn't it? Yeah. I I thought it was going to be a literal green lantern. Like the the lantern that they charge the rings mm-hmm. from. I thought it was going to be that and then it inject it into her or something. Um but it's not. I don't think it's in a box. It looks very green lantern-y, mm-hmm. which is why I thought that, but it doesn't look, it looks yellow. I'm like, is that a, but that's not the yellow lanterns. That's fear. That's not what they would inject her with. So I don't know. Um, maybe it is something I just, I'm not smart enough to realize, but I don't care. I, at that point, I feel like they've earned it. I feel like it's earned in my guffin. You know, it's, it's, oh you, yeah. they lay the, they, uh, he lays the, the groundwork for it. You know, you have the, you're, you're in the, 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 uh, like fortress of solid, uh, fortress of solitude. I feel like, oh, you could have some, when Batman, you know, they, them together, they could have some technology and in the, 
it doesn't really matter what that is. Like it is just a MacGuffin, but it makes it work because it is, oh, look, this remnant of Superman fulfilling his final orders saying, I have to give it to someone who's not her. I have to give it to humanity. You have to decide this. And it, it, it doesn't really matter to me. Oh, it was just something that just gives her her powers back. It is that choice. It gives, you know, these characters meaningful choices where this, this D he's watched every single one of his friends die over the course of the story. And he's discovered that, Oh, the reason the earth is dead is because of wonder woman because of her. Um, I mean, humanity had a fair share part of it too, (laughs) but you could easily just say, Oh no, I'm not going to give you your power back. Uh, but he does. And they have that scene at the end where she's like, yeah, I found one of my bracelets. I think that's it. That was another interesting, like her, that scene where she's like, yes, I agree to be bound so that my power is reasonable. Cause I'm too dangerous if I have too much. And that's, and I think that's an interesting, again, another like interesting circle around back to the, you know, the, the whole, the origin of wonder woman and it, connects back to this story it echoes you know and in, in four oversized issues it doesn't need to be very complicated it can be that simple and it can just be a MacGuffin. that's perfectly fine i don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with uh mcguffin writing i i i i enjoy a mcguffin that's how you use it a nice egg mcguffin in the morning i'll eat two of them for sure wendy's is doing breakfast around here now i really want to try wendy's breakfast I imagine it's fine. Yeah, I'm just curious. I'm kind of a completionist on the on the fast food breakfasts. I got Wendy's for lunch, and I saw that their advertisement for a chicken biscuit. I was like, I wonder, how's this stack up? Um, I don't know. This is where the point where I'm just like, I'm tired of saying how great this comic book is. So I'm talking about chicken biscuits. But I know I'm I'm having a hard time. Like that that skull mace sure is good. Look how she kicks Superman with her knee. I mean, yeah, she gives, sure <laughs> she gives him a V-trigger. She gives him a V-trigger. I mean, to anyone else, it's just, just a, a knee it's strike. Just a knee. Yeah, I know, but I... You know, I, it's just a knee but strike. But I, I know Daniel Warren Johnson. No, we, we, we see... We see... We see the dark side of the ring. But, um, I mean, at this point, like, it does feel like I'm Chris Farley in that sketch with Paul McCartney. Where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you remember when you were in the Beatles? That was awesome. That, that was awesome. And you're like, oh well, yeah, every page of this is awesome. Like even if the story was crap, I would still go, oh, this is amazing because he drew it because it looks so yeah. great. But it's where's this- the where's the where's the fucking Daniel Warren Johnson comic written by Yodorowsky? Don't 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 put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Oh please, you'd fucking read it. Of course I would, because it's Daniel Warren Johnson. It would be batshit crazy but daniel warren johnson doesn't really need someone writing his comics for him no he's very good he's a very good writer yeah he is a fucking excellent creator and and i mean that's the other thing is that all we have this discussion a lot of times when we're we're reading books that are written and drawn by the same person where you clearly can see them going i just really wanted to draw this so i wrote it I wrote that it happens. It doesn't really make sense, 
but who cares? I wanted to draw this really cool thing, so I did it. And there are certainly things in here where I think Daniel Warren Johnson did that. He wrote a whole story around Superman spying mace. But the story is so good, I don't care. Like, it doesn't feel indulgent. It just feels like yeah. this is incredible. And it makes and it has a extended Wonder Woman Superman fight scene, but I never go, oh, this is silly. Or I hate this. It feels earned. It feels like I, I'm like invested. I'm like they're fighting for mm-hmm. a, it. It feels like a lot of the best superhero fights where it is. Hey, yeah, it's these two really powerful characters fighting, but they're they are symbols. They're fighting. They're representing things. And that is what it's actually fighting. The symbols, the me- their metaphors are fighting each other. And that's the compelling stuff. That's what the best superhero comics are. And enraged, incredibly powerful D- Diana is awesome. God, the scene with her where she makes basically like brass knuckles out of kryptonite. God almighty. Maybe don't keep that right in your throne room, Clark. Mm. People might want to hide that stuff away somewhere. He's uh he's from Kansas. He's he's a trustworthy rube. I guess that's fair. And 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 he's even said they were oh they sent a nuke to to Smallville. I had to stop it. I love that little touch. That little tiny touch of of course the US government had that they had like, well, he can't be everywhere at once. We'll keep him busy. Nuking the Amazons, man. Gotta nuke something, I Got, guess. Gotta nuke I mean she gets there's, I mean, she got most of them. She stopped a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it, I also, Eric, as I was reading this, I'm just like, this is effortless reading. Every Daniel Warren Johnson mm. book I've ever read is effortless. It just, it, it, it it's no, it, it was. I had been painting for ten or twelve hours before, when I sat down to read these, and it actually did feel like taking a break. It did not feel, it did not feel like an assignment. Um. I, I I just as I'm reading this, my mind goes to that what screen crap screen cap you sent me of someone on Facebook, yeah, like criticizing his art. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I like I'm dumb dumbfounded by that reaction. Like, how yeah. can you read this and and look at this and think, oh, this is bad? Well, I mean, when you're a basic bitch and the only thing you like is Jim Lee. And you think that the less like Jim Lee it is, the more the less art it is. <laughs> There's a scale zero to Jim yeah. Lee. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Jim Lee is the best artist that ever arted in art. Everyone else is okay, and Daniel Warren Johnson is the worst because he's not Jim Lee. He's the least like Jim Lee that ever was. And does this book, and then he goes over to and does a beta rebuild book. It's just, you know, it's just him bouncing around. It's just... He just he wants to draw ugly shit now. I guess so. Maybe he's just like, you know, he likes it. It's fun. He just likes drawing poor downtrodden draw characters. draw the ugliest Wonder Woman. And Nubia looks like a fucking cave woman. I love this. I love this Wonder Woman. I love how she looks. It's, I, I think... I, I wish... enjoy it, but you you gotta admit it is not pretty. Pretty, pretty characters are easy to look at. Um, this is, this is hard to look at on purpose because I feel like, I also like her muscles. Uh, he, could, so. he could draw her out however in the fuck he wanted to. And he drew her with long ass gangly arms and mm-hmm. little round nose and 
weird features and kinky hair and she looks fucking rough in every panel. Full she, she always co- looks like she fell down the stairs. Covered in scars. Yep. I don't know. I love it though. I think that I mean that's the thing. It get, like it's character. Like having a I don't know Superman. Like it's the same thing with Batman. Like Batman's usually all beat up and covered in scars because he doesn't have powers. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's fair for you know Wonder Woman. She's n- nearly invulnerable and stuff but i don't know she's she is a warrior you know when you think about an amazonian they're they're fighters they're not and it's wouldn't be clean it would be i don't know yeah that it's more well, way I do, more interesting i, I do like no i i agree it is way more interesting and i do like this take on it it is practical and real and a thing that i think it i i I like it way more than basically anything else when you write a female character and like they fucking own it and they earn everything. Like it's just a hundred times better than anything to me. Like I, like I, when I look back and think about so many of my favorite characters, they are women characters and they're like this, you know, it's like a protagonist in a Miyazaki movie, even though like Chihiro is, she's not like fucking, MMA fighting monsters or something, but she is like confronting her fears in incredibly intense ways and growing tremendously as a person and enduring all kinds of terrible traumatic stuff. And it makes her extremely rich and um, compelling as a character. And those are almost always my favorite characters. So it's it, it 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 hits a lot of it pushes a lot of my buttons. Plus, I really it really can't be said enough. There's a mace made out of Superman's spine and skull. Yep, it's real good. I feel like it's it's worth repeating eighty times, like we have. Yeah, uh, I I I would also I the, the getting the physical oversized hardback is one hundred percent worth the money. I think uh, they want it. It's the oversized format really works real well for it. it makes it look beautiful. Um, God Almighty, that 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 scene where they walk up to the Fortress of Solitude and there's just dead people, there's skulls like help us, help, and people waving signs to save us is just mm. so harrowing. Um, and I don't know, thoughtful and like interesting post-apocalypse, like interesting things, not just the simplest of it's no guys with mohawks. No, um. I don't know. I I love Dan Warren Johnson. Anything he writes and anything he draws, I am interested in. I don't care what it is. And it's like a certain point, like, I would love, there's a million different, all my favorite properties I'd love for him to work on. But ultimately, I just want him to do what he's driven to do because I feel like that's what, why his art is so good. Because he, you know, does things that he's interested in doing. You know, he tells the yeah. stories he wants to tell. And that's why they're so affecting and why they're so powerful. Uh, anything else you want to add, Eric? I don't think so. That is Wonder Woman Dead Earth by Daniel Warren Johnson with Mike Spicer. Next time, uh, we're going to be reading Spider-Man Life Story by Chip Zdarsky and Mark Bagley. Uh, (laughs) uh, Best-selling, critically revered Spider-Man life story that we didn't like that much uh, from (laughs) what we read of it. So we're going to be revisiting that in its entirety and see how we feel about it. You know, I, I mean, even if it's 
I think even we were just like, even if it's a train wreck, it's a train wreck. I don't mind. I don't mind watching. So get to go. We're going to read some, some chips and Darsky <laughs> writing a Spider-Man passing in real time. 72 year old Spider-Man's final mission. Exciting, huh? Uh, that's what I've always wanted. <laughs> An elderly Spider-Man. Yeah. Speaking of, of old age superheroes, uh, we're going to read that next time. Read along with us. That'll do it for us today. We are the Hands of Boys Comics Hour. Uh, you can find us at handsofboyscomicshour.com, which includes links to everything. Our Twitter, at HBC Hour. Uh, uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash handsofboyscomicshour. Uh, Email is handsofboyscomics at gmail.com. Uh, if you like the show, please rate, review us on all the podcast apps you use. Any, wherever you find us, go give us a good review and tell your friends. Those things help. They really do. They get new listeners and we appreciate you. Uh, you can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. And my website is RobbieDorman.com where you can find links to all the things I do on my podcast and links to purchase all my horror novels. There are seven of them. The newest one is called Regrowth. It is Crichton meets Cronenberg in an underground research lab uh, with a scientist researching limb regeneration with the world on the brink of collapse. If you like Michael Crichton, if you like David Cronenberg, if you like body horror, if you like Akira shit, as I would call it, you will like Regrowth. Please go buy it. I'd love you if you did. It's available on Amazon. You can read for free with Kindle Unlimited. Eric, where can they find the things you do online? Well, you'll find me in bed for about a month. But <laughs> while I slumber, you may find my portfolio on freewillunlimited.com and many of the things I get up to online on ericzgoodnight.com. That includes... Uh, Various social media things I do uh, stream many times a week on Twitch. Not much this week, though, because I'm dead ass tired. Um, but look for me there soon. Um, but in the meanwhile, check me out on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm known on all these services as Easy Goodnight. And with that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll. Rock and roll.